Hello and welcome to Two Drinking Buddies in Tokyo. I'm your co-host Kyle. And I'm Kayo. And we are here to take you on a tour of some of the best places for tipples in Tokyo, Japan. We're going to introduce places not on your typical Michelin star list, but places we like to go to and enjoy, and we think you'll like them too. So, kanpai! Hello! Hello! Uh, my name is uh, Kyle. My name is Kayo. Our names sound very similar. Very similar. But uh, actually, uh, we're two different people. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, you, your name is German. It is. It's ish? uh, it's spelled German-ish, German-ish uh, but it's not it's like pronounced. the lotion, the keel, is that keels, keel keels that has an H in it. Mine does not have an H in it. <laughs> but uh, yes, very similar. Uh, and your name is Japanese. My name is Japanese. If we're... you mix the words around, it spells okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never tried to do that, but now I know. <laughs> and uh, we're both uh, from the U.S. We are. Yeah. Born and, in uh, the U.S. Born in the U.S., but we're, uh, we're both here in Tokyo, Japan. And uh, we decided to start this podcast because we love to eat and drink. Yeah, we love to eat and drink. <laughs> and uh, we thought, what better way to uh, you know, share some of, one of our passions than to uh, uh, get on the uh, podcasting and start... Talk- share it all with you. Yeah, share it all with you. So we're here today to uh, introduce you to some of our favorite places to eat and drink. And yep. uh, this particular episode, uh, our inaugural episode, uh, will Ta-da-da. be... Will be uh, basically an introduction to the Japanese izakaya and how izakaya. to navigate it. Izakaya, our favorites. We're actually uh, recording on top of one right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a bit noisy. We're in our favorite neighborhood in Tokyo, Shinjuku. Shinjuku, Tokyo. Yes, I was uh, used to come uh, here quite often when I was a, a university exchange student because many I, many years ago. Many many years ago. <laughs> uh, but it's a fun place to visit, and there's oh, a lot to do. It's in, fun. In Everyone comes to Shinjuku when they're in Tokyo. Um, so it's actually where I live. Ah. Funny enough, uh, there are actually places to live in, in Shinjuku. Um, it's not anywhere near where we are now because it's quite noisy and loud and lots of drunk people outside. But, but that's what Shinjuku is it like. It is. It is. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> So in today's episode, uh, we're going to introduce you to uh, 12 different tips that you can use when you go to visit the Japanese izakaya. So hopefully you'll find that very useful. Yep, 12 tips for your first izakaya visit. Yeah, and I guess, first of all, what is the izakaya? What is the izakaya? So if we look at the characters themselves, izakaya, it's basically a place to be and drink. Yes! Yes. (laughs) Be and drink. With something over your head, I guess. <laughs> not, you're not on the street. <laughs> not necessarily. You don't always have to have something over your head, but if you usually you do. Usually, a I roof. think almost all places there's a roof. roof there head. might not be any seats, but there'll always be a place to serve the drink. Be right? and drink. Be and drink. Yes, that's right. That is my existence. <laughs> uh, so the izakaya. It's like a Japanese pub. Or it is like a pub. A it's very noisy. Yeah. So don't go there if you want any peace or relaxation. Um, no tablecloths. No tablecloths. It might be a bit sticky. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there usually is a restroom, but you know, who knows what what you'll get. Um, and oh, gosh, if restroom. if you're sitting, uh, you might have actual seats. You might be sitting at a table with people you've never met before, which is a great way to get 
get to know Tokyo. Yeah, it's uh, not fancy, but it's definitely energetic. A lot of fun. Super yeah. energetic. Yeah, I'd say that everybody who comes to Tokyo has to do the Japanese hezekaya. Yeah. So our top tip uh, number one is actually don't freak out when you enter the izakaya because it's super energetic. It's, it's, whoa, yeah, oh, what's going on here? Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Stop yelling. So uh, uh, when you enter an izakaya, people will be yelling at you. Yeah. What are they saying? Irashai or irashai mase. Which is basically welcome. Welcome, right? Yeah. Welcome. They're not telling you to get out, right? Not telling you to get out. Uh, so don't worry about it. They are welcoming you. Don't freak out too much. <laughs> <laughs> but there are different types of welcomes. So probably when you entered Japan at the airport, you had a different type no, of irashaimase. Or if yeah. you entered a department store in Japan, you had a different irashaimase. It's much more polite. It's yes. much more cool. Calm, it, yeah. it sounds a little bit more like, irashaimase. <laughs> Whereas at these, okay, it's <laughs> and they're screaming at you. So um, they they do temper their welcomes <laughs> based right. on where you are. But don't worry, they're not trying to shoo you away. Or they're not telling you. In fact, uh, the louder or sort of the more jolly the irashai is, is that's what we think. The yeah. better the izakaya, yeah, the louder, it's be more fun, right? The better. Yeah. That's right. Um, so if you're going into a place and there's basically like, it's like crickets, there's no sound, uh, it might be a sign <laughs> you that You might want to find another yeah, place. Not, not the best place. Although there are some cocktail bars where it's just like you, True. yeah, you enter and it's We're like... We're talking about izakayas. Yes, izakayas. So, anyway. uh, second tip. Uh, so when you sit mm. down at the uh, izakaya, what's the first thing that we usually do and or order? I said even before you <laughs> sit down, I was saying walking to your table. <laughs> In the izakaya, you're going to look at the server, you're going to look at the, the master of the izakaya and go, Toriaizu nama. Toriaizu nama. So cool. Yeah. So, so cool. nama is basically draft, draft beer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I have a draft beer. What have you got on tap? Um, Toriaizu. Toriaizu is basically for the time being, yep. or I'll start off with. Start off with, yeah. That's it. Nama. Nama. And Japanese, you know, love to just basically, even if you're not really a big fan of beer, it's always like, what's the first thing you're going to have? A beer. Right. And that's yeah. the way to like yeah. do the big uh, kampai, you know, the yeah. big cheers. It'd be so cool something. if you just kind of waltz in and go, Toriyai's and nama. nama. They'd be like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Nama. Coming up. That's right. And you can, uh, even if you don't know the number or the counting, you just hold up the number of fingers that you want. So, nama. Nama three, Nama two. And they'll shout it again. If the louder it is, yeah. the better. Nama mitsu. Yeah, that's right. So... You can get the beer, and the best thing is that Japan. I think almost all of like the standard draft beers uh, are all beers. very, very good. Mm -hmm. um, there's probably about four or five brands. You get the Kirin Ichiban, the Sapporo, Asahi, Super Dry, <laughs> Ebisu, uh, my Ebisu, favorite. Yeah, and also Santori, Santori as well, which is famous for whiskey Super as well. But uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, you can choose. Well, actually, you can't choose. When you go to uh, Izakaya, it's very likely that uh, that yeah. particular shop has a specific contract with one of those big five uh, beer companies. That's usually how it works, which is kind of different from your pub, I guess, yeah. in, in the States or in the UK. You only get one brand of alcohol usually. So That's you're right. not going to be able to do Suntory and Ebisu at the same time. That's right. It's very rare, actually, things. isn't it? Um, so... What you get to do instead is to choose other types of drinks. So, you yeah. know, and, mm -hmm. you know, we love beer, but we usually just start with the beer and then we're on mm. to the next round, something else. Yum. 
So uh, that's tip number two. Number three, uh, the other thing when you go to a uh, izakaya or a lot of times any types of restaurant or bar um, is that you get a small dish of food as like a little snack mm. uh, and it's not something that you necessarily ordered off of the menu, but it comes out right away. Um, and this is what's called the otoshidai. Unfortunately, you can't refuse it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing too. Um, so you can't say, no, 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 I didn't order this. I don't want it. Um, it comes with the meal. That's right. It's basically a replacement for a tip or a service charge. Right. So, so it's if like you, the table charge. If right? you think, it's a table charge. If you think about it, it's a lot cheaper than what a tip would be. If your normal tip is 10 to 20%, you're only paying usually like $3 or 3 US or 5 US dollars uh, for an otoshidai. Um, so yeah. it's usually, it's not so bad. I've been to one restaurant that I love and we'll introduce at some point on this podcast. Uh, but basically they had a special otoshidai. Um, in fact, it's part of the meal. So it's about maybe $13 or so, but you get three different dishes. Huh. So you get a little bit of like sashimi, the fish, you get some uh, nikomi and uh, some pickles. It's really quite nice. But mm. again, you don't get to choose and you still have to pay, but it's all very delicious. Yeah. So the otoshi, it can come in any kind of form, right? <laughs> I think the best might be, you know, maybe like a salad or... Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a really nice salad the other day with its otoshi dai. Ah. Um, or you can get edamame. Everyone loves yes, edamame. edamame. Different types of flavors. You might get garlic edamame mm. or just normal edamame. Uh, bowl of popcorn. Popcorn, yes. Love the popcorn. I was saying nuts. bowl of popcorn might be better than a bowl of guts. <laughs> like squid guts. You yeah. might sometimes get squid guts. Uh, one of my colleagues from Boston came and it was her first trip she to Japan. Squid guts. Uh, yes. Uh, she was like, I'm so looking forward to eating Japanese food. Kyle, take me someplace good. We went to the izakaya and the first thing, of course, came out was the, the toshidai. And it was this plate of purple looking soup that had like little bits, bits in it. And, uh, and then they lit a flame over it and basically <laughs> heated it up lit and flame. it was squid guts Ooh. yeah she was not happy about that but she said i will always remember this thank you <laughs> so watch out for the squid guts that sometimes uh, comes as but well. just to think of it as a replacement for tips yeah that's right so you don't have to eat it you don't have to eat it that's right you can yeah. leave it if you don't, you don't want like it, it. Um, but it is the replacement <laughs> oh, so top tip number four sumimasen sumimasen this is basically how to get the attention of your waiter. If you're at a really good izakaya and even mm. good restaurant, sometimes you don't even have to say this. You just look in the general direction of where the waitstaff is. If you catch their eye, they, they will, will come. instantly come That's over. True. It's That's like the sign of a very good izakaya. It's like your royalty, right? You're just yeah. sitting there and you're like, come oh. my way. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Immediately. Mm. <laughs> So, but there are some izakayas, but even when you look at them, you still have to say sumimasen, right? Yeah. But they have these buttons too, yes. right? I remember this uh, episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where they were, you know, testing this like bell thing so that they can call waiters over. I'm like, oh, wait, we already have that in Japan. You just push the button and the bell will ring and the servers will come. Oh, that's just, you know, normal where they were trying to try it out in like California. It would never happen. It would never happen in the States. No, but, I don't you know, think so. It's, it's, it's quite rude to like your hand and to like you know Ring say bell. excuse me right? come, 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 come. <laughs> but there's actually <laughs> sometimes if you go to an izaka there's a little button you can push and, that's right and it'll ring a it'll bell ring and, it up, right. and the <laughs> other thing too is up. like the izakaya is it's not like a you know traditional at least american style restaurant where every waiter has their own you know table that they're taking care of everybody services everybody 
So it doesn't matter if you're looking at like the cook behind the counter or, you know, the person cleaning up the dishes or the person at the front, they'll all come and take your order. Yeah, that's true. So, but anyway, <laughs> sumimasen is a great word to use <laughs> because it will capture their attention. Or sumimasen. Sumimasen. And it also is, I'd say, probably the average Japanese person uses sumimasen maybe five or six times a day because it doesn't just mean excuse me, it can also mean sorry or thank, thank you. you. <laughs> it is a multiversatile word. Just use it and then people will think that you're a local. Yes, that's right. That's right. Man, we're getting some good tips out here, I feel like, today. <laughs> Tip number five is about the cash culture yeah. in Japan. So, even though Japan can seem like very ahead uh, digital, or that's the image that mm. we have, um, it's very much still a cash-driven society. We yeah. do have obviously credit cards. We do have uh, electronic payments. Apple Pay is around a little bit, but still cash. Cash is the way to go. Cash is king. And uh, it's not uncommon for people to like carry $300, $400 of cash on them at any oh, given yeah. time. Yeah, um, You will definitely not go wrong. I think probably in Tokyo, Osaka, some of the bigger cities, more and more like electronic payments are um, becoming popular. So yeah, mm. as Kaio was saying, you can get by with uh, maybe Apple Pay, Google Pay, credit cards for sure. Yeah, but local places, I think, still appreciate cash because they still have to give a percentage to these companies. That's right, yeah. It could be a bit hefty. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I still see sometimes, you know, again, you go to some places and, you know, uh, the, you know, the older generation mm, people mm-hmm. will like pull out their wallet and it's like oh my god they've probably got like four thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's a safe society so you know it's not uh, unusual if you were to drop a ten thousand yen note which is about a hundred dollars in the middle of the street probably somebody would pick it up and turn it into the local police station oh a full wallet yeah yeah i've actually never really lost anything in japan yeah i've always gotten it back i lost my cell phone once but oh, it's another yeah. story <laughs> That was after a very nice uh, night of drinking. Wasn't a good wasn't night. It? We'll have to come back to that story yeah, at one point. But uh, cash, cash is important. So I would recommend if you go out for a night on the town, I'd say maybe two or three places. You want at least ten thousand, maybe fifteen thousand of yen uh, if you're going to be, you know, using it fairly regularly at izakayas and things like that. Yeah. And uh, moving on to tip number six, smoking. <sighs> So we are not smokers. Uh, we have no discrimination against smokers. No. But if you are a smoker, you'll probably enjoy coming to Japan. <laughs> There's lots of places to smoke. It's very easy to get by smoking. Uh, Cigarettes are cheap. Cheap. We were just talking about it uh, compared to Australia. 40 bucks a pack in Australia. That's just nuts. Yeah, it's like about 400, 500 yen in Japan. It's yeah. about $5 maybe. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, 10 times as much. But, uh, yeah, so that's the one downside. If you are coming from a place where there's not a whole lot of smoking indoors, uh, izakayas especially um, Mm. tend to be, you know, sort of older places or um, the craft beer spots. uh, There are a lot of craft beer spots. They tend to be Mm -hmm. non-smoking. Sometimes you get really nice restaurants and they're non-smoking. But izakayas, I think, are generally smoking. Generally smoking, I think. Um, so if, if that's something that bothers you, you should ask uh, when you go in whether there is a, a non-smoking section, for example, um, and then you can make your decision that way. But yeah, there's lots of smoking, so be aware. 
We'll also introduce on this uh, podcast uh, different places that we enjoy, and of course, we'll try to mention whether or not it's smoking. Um, so you can have a, a you know decision about whether or not that's the place that you want to go. Um, yeah. The other thing too is that you know uh, electronic cigarettes mm. have started becoming more popular in mm-hmm. uh, in Japan. So even if it's smoking, you might you not know, as bothersome not, as it was before. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Hmm. Let's move on to our fun topic. Yes, <laughs> I, really like I love this smoking. one. <laughs> uh, next topic is about nomi hoda. Nomi hoda. Nomi hoda. No, sorry. Nomi hodai, which, uh, as you may have guessed, nomi means drink. Drink. So, tachi nomi, nomi hodai. Nomi is drinking, and hodai is. All you can drink. Unlimited. Unlimited, yes. Unlimited drinking. Free flow. <laughs> That's why we like it so much. Um, so, one thing you might notice coming to Japan is that there aren't that many happy hours. Yes. Yeah, happy hour just generally is not a concept. I mean, occasionally if you go to like a foreign style restaurant that maybe has, you know, California cuisine or um, American cuisine, they might have a happy hour. Or a pub. Or a pub, yeah, that's true. Pubs usually have happy hours. But uh, almost every place in Japan will have a nomi hodai. (laughs) Every place (laughs) from like the karaoke box to the izakaya. Nice Italian restaurant. Nice Italian restaurant. And the best part is... They usually start, I think the average is about two hours. So two hour nomi hodai, all you can drink for two hours. Um, but it can go from as low as one hour and it can go up to basically all night. All night. <laughs> <laughs> and they're usually very reasonably priced if you think about it. So I think the two hour uh, nomi hodai it might be about 2,000 yen, mm-hmm. which is maybe 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. The cheapest one hour nomi hodai I've seen is around 800 yen. Right. And... Uh, if you think about it, uh, if it's me and Kayo, we are basically going to run them dry. So <laughs> we're getting our money's worth, that's for sure. But uh, uh, it's a good deal. That's why you like yeah. it. But you should see what they offer for their Nami Haida. Just make sure that they have good beer, drinks that you want to drink. Because the wine that's on the Nami Haida, as you can imagine, will probably come from a box. Mm. So if you're not into box wine and you don't really like beer, then maybe you shouldn't go for the nomi hodai. But they do have other things as well. So you've got like um, different types of Japanese cocktails, sours, uh, which we'll talk about. Uh, Gin, whiskey. You can sometimes Mm -hmm. get a whiskey or whiskey highball. Uh, Japanese sake, we mentioned. Things with plum, plum Plum, wine. Plum, plum wine. That's fun. Yeah. So So it's an experience. It is a lot of fun. And of course, uh, included in the nomi hodai is non-alcoholic, but that's not something we're going to talk about. On this, this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Non-alcoholic. Yeah. Um, so if you want, uh, we really love the Nomi Hodai. It's almost available everywhere. Um, and the other thing to mention is, if you order the Nomi Hodai, usually you have to get it for the entire table. Oh yeah. You can't you just can like just... I'm just going to have the Nomi Hodai. You guys can order what you want. You right? can, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it's uh, if you order Nomi Hodai, everybody's going Nomi Hodai. So that's one thing to consider. Nomi Hodai. Everybody Nomi Hodai. <laughs> Moving on to the Tachinomi number eight tachinomi, uh, yeah. top tip. So, Tachinomi, Nomi again, is drinking. Tachi is standing. Standing. So, it's basically a standing bar or a standing uh, restaurant, um, which they do also have. And uh, we love the Tachinomi because it's, it's easy to get into. Um, the thing about Tokyo and Japan, of course, is it's very small and things are very close together. So, um, when you go to some of these places, uh, literally it is a counter uh, and maybe enough space for one or two people to like fit in. So you've got to uh, make the most of that space. That's why the Tachinomi exists. 
Um, some of the places that we introduce on this podcast tend to be, uh, you know, liquor shops that also serve as tachinomis. So they have like a, a spot in the back where you can have a drink as well. Um, so we're happy to introduce you to some of those places. The tachinomi as well is, uh, it's basically, you know, you've got the counter, you've got like the, um, the master who's giving out the drinks. And then the best part is, they tend to have uh, attract a lot of um, regulars, right? Mm -hmm. So the people who, you know, are like constantly mm -hmm. coming to there. So you can strike up a conversation. Yeah, tachinomis are fun. I'm amazed that we really like tachinomis. Thinking about how lazy <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, at least I am, that I'm always looking for a seat on the train or yeah. always looking to sit down. But tachinomis are a lot of fun. And the standing and drinking actually makes you forget about how much you're actually standing. <laughs> but um, yeah, striking up a conversation with the person next to you is one of the best things uh, about a tashinomi. Uh, and we will introduce to you some of our favorite ones uh, along our wonderful podcast uh, journey that we'll be taking with you. <laughs> I had heard, I don't know if there's a rumor or not, but uh, people tend to drink and get drunk quicker if they're sitting down than if they're standing I've up. I've heard that too. Yeah. Something about the... Um, the blood flow going... Calorie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Burning, something about that. Yeah. All right. I, I number, that. tip number nine. Uh, so uh, the other thing about drinking in Japan is that you don't just come to drink. Uh, there's usually some kinds of nibbles. Nibbles. So we've introduced this as the top places for tipples in tipples. Japan. Japan, in but Tokyo. It's also tipples nibbles. and nibbles. Tipples and nibbles in Tokyo. Oh, I love nibbling. Whenever I'm in the UK and, and at a pub and there's like nothing to eat, I just get a little bit antsy and frustrated mm. and then I'm asking for the crisps. I, the crisps, that's right. And <laughs> it's the only with, thing there, crisps. Yeah, and you go with a uh, bunch of friends and basically they just put the bag out and open a pork up. Rinds. And everybody, mm. yeah, everybody opens it right? and pork, just goes in. Yeah. Yes, Japan is all about having something to snack on while you drink. Always. So even your fancy cocktail bars, mm. you will be nibbling on something, whether that be like fancy chocolates or nuts or something. place we went to recently, they had uh, seaweed. Yeah, you can have some seaweed, dried seaweed. Dried seaweed. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it goes well with a bourbon. What else do you like? Uh, I love the cucumber. Uh, raw cucumbers with uh, miso. Dried fish. Uh, dried fish, yeah. Uh, You're making this sound very appetizing, Kyle. <laughs> or you can go the more traditional route. French fries. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about dried seaweed, fish, and cucumber. We're talking about French fries. French fries. <laughs> Fried chicken. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You can get almost any types of uh, fried food. Um Anyway, so, yeah. if you want to be Kyle's friend, you can eat seaweed, <laughs> fish, and cucumber. I've just I've been on this health streak recently. If you want to be I'm... friends with me, you can eat your French fries. Obviously, fried we know who's going to be the more popular person on this podcast, Kyle. <laughs> but yes, everything will come with some kind of a nibble, whether or not it's something you ordered or if it's a Toshi Dai. That's mm. the whole idea: is that you've got something to to snack on. Something to snack on while you drink. So it's always fun. That's why we like drinking in Tokyo just because there's lots of food involved as well. Food as well. Although this is primarily a drinking-focused podcast. <laughs> See, we talk a lot about food and That's eating right. as well. It's part of it. I mean, you have to have, you can't have one without the yeah. other. This is not the, uh, in all of the categorizations of uh, uh, podcasts, this is not the healthy lifestyle, it's the unhealthy <laughs> lifestyle podcast. So. That's a good segue to our <laughs> top tip number 10, which is about dietary restrictions. <laughs> 
We laugh about that, but actually, uh, I, we're not healthy. No, we should be we're healthier, definitely not healthy. Maybe. That's right. And I do have some dietary restrictions. I'm lactose intolerant. Mm, uh, cannot eat uh, or drink. Uh, yes, that's right. Cream, milk, uh, ice cream. I love ice cream. Uh, I've got to have like some kind of enzyme to. Uh, apparently, Asian men Asian people, yeah. tend to get uh, lactose intolerance uh, more commonly than other ethnicities. Yeah, yeah. I really am not not pleased about that I think one. Red wine is some kind of enzyme. <laughs> 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 I'm just making that up. No, uh, I, I think know. you are. Yeah, but but the what we want to say about dietary restrictions, it's uh, a bit of a challenge to try to find you know restaurants that might be catering to vegetarian or vegans, vegans. or uh, halal. halal. Um, we will introduce uh, again the main purpose of this podcast is to focus on the drinking culture, but you know as we mentioned, food becomes a big part of it. It becomes very difficult to um, yeah to filter out you know what types of places you can go to, but. There is a very handy guide that we'll provide to you uh, on our website. So it will be a downloadable PDF, uh, which you can point at different things. Like if you're a vegan or you're a vegetarian, you can just point at it. Um, and it'll have the Japanese on there so that you can let the owner, or the, the server know that you have dietary restrictions. So do uh, take a look at that uh, and make use of that. I think it should be pretty helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what better than point and say or point and uh, get get what you want, hopefully. Um, again, uh, we promise you the translation's correct. So like, <laughs> we're not that evil. It won't say vegan and you'll get a bunch That's of right. kids. Well, although, we're you not know, that I remember, you know, it, again, if you say you're vegetarian, sometimes that does doesn't always like translate right so sometimes people will say oh you're vegetarian but you can eat chicken fish right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, then there's some people out there like that that's, that's true pescatarians, that's true. pescatarians for example, right maybe so. or i don't eat red meat right again uh we recognize that there are a lot of dietary restrictions out there again japan if you really want to enjoy great the f- for pescatarians yes so. that's right enjoy the full flavors that japan has to offer uh, it is a bit more challenging if you have some restrictions, but you can still get by. And um, we're going to help you out, especially if you like drinking. We don't care what you eat as long right. as you like drinking. Uh, small uh, segue. Did you know that uh, So the Imperial Palace will invite mm. uh, you know dignitaries from all over the world mm. uh, to mm-hmm. a, a summer party or a, some kind of a party and event? And what do they choose for the menu? That's something that's traditionally Japanese, but that everybody can eat. Edamame. No. Although edamame is probably on the menu, <laughs> everybody loves edamame. Uh, actually, it's yakitori, which oh. is the uh, chicken skewers. Grilled chicken skewers. Yeah, because uh, mm. again, that that usually is okay in it's most like, religious. It's um, like satay. So. Yes, satay, right? In Indonesia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, we've got to number nibble, nibbles number nine, and the next. Tip. We did dietary restrictions, Kyle. We're Sorry. on to number eleven. <laughs> That's Okaike. right. <laughs> We're leaving now. We are leaving. Obviously, I'm <laughs> We're still. We're leaving the exact. You don't want to leave. You want leave. some more to drink. I'm leave. <laughs> um, number eleven is uh, how to ask for the bill. Yes. How do you ask for the bill? Okaike. You might need to be like flailing your arms around <laughs> trying to get the attention of the waiter, but the easiest thing to do is shout out Okaike. Okaike. Uh, or you could just hold your two index fingers over each other as a cross and as an X, yeah. as an X and basically, you know, point you wanna, that in that direction. Uh, close the bill, basically. It's, yeah, it's not like you're trying to ward off any vampires or <laughs> evil spirits. It's basically you saying, close the bill. yeah, close the bill. Um, so okaike, that means basically, yeah, we'll take a check. I've a couple places you can go to and you can do like the uh, you know signing, signing in the air. My dad and, still likes to do that, yeah, and people will 
<laughs> I think that tends to work like in fancy restaurants. So. Yeah, because yeah. you're using something to sign with instead of, you know, handing out cash. That's right. Uh, uh, but the okaike is a great way. The other thing we want to say about okaike is if you're out drinking with friends, particularly Japanese friends, mm. uh, the idea is, you know, uh, everybody pays uh, an even share. You split it up. You split it up. That's true. Like, yeah. So there are even apps that you can download on your phone where basically you put in the total bill and the number of people and it will divide it. Oh. It's called a calculator, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the tips calculator, yeah. but fortunately you don't have to pay don't tips to tip. in Japan. That's right. Yeah. That's good. So, so you don't have to, you know, throw out like five credit cards, which like you sometimes do in the States. Or like, split, yes. Could you split the bill amongst these five credit cards? I always think that's kind of weird. And I think that's no? also a good point to make is that we can't, it's very difficult to do that. In Japan. <laughs> you can't do that. It's, no, don't I try mean, to do that. Maybe split it two ways. Oh, even two. Yeah, is even then, it's a little bit challenging. Like they're not used to that. So I'm always like flabbergasted when I see like a people trying to split the bill with five credit cards. Right. Yeah. So that's why again we go back to our tip earlier. Right. Cash is king. So you need to make sure you have enough cash that you can at least pay uh, your your fair portion. And again, <laughs> it will come out so everybody is paying the same amount. Hence, you want to drink your fill on the Nomi Hodai. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the drinking. It is, yeah. So our final tip. Wrapping uh, it up. Wrapping it up. Uh, so as you've paid and you're walking out and uh, you want to say... Bye-bye. You know, Bye-bye. Thank you very much for a great meal. You can say... Gochisou-sama. Gochisou-sama. Or gochisou-sama deshita. Gochisou-sama deshita. Which means thank you so much for a wonderful meal. Yeah, I love this phrase because mm, it is uh, universal in Japan. So uh, even if you're walking out and you look at the wait staff, you look at the uh, you know the guy who's behind the counter cooking the food. Maybe even get to see the chef. Uh, the chef, right? Uh, and you say gochisousama, they will always give you a smile and a thank you at the end. So mm. that like just it goes a long way. Yep, just meaning thank you for the wonderful meal. Thank you for everything that you prepared, everything that you've served. And it's just a wonderful way to, to end uh, your evening or yeah. your daytime. Yeah. <laughs> or your, uh, afternoon, morning, wherever you are. <laughs> wherever you started your yes, drinking. Yeah, but the other thing about Gochisousama too is you use it at the end of the meal. Um, but even after you've received something, so like if I were to give... Uh, Kayo uh, a little bit of wine and she mm. drinks it and then afterwards oh, she'd be like it's very good yeah. right? so it goes a long way yeah so please do remember that one uh, it's a very nice one to, to use even if you forget everything else that we talked about today if you end your evening with it will make the most wonderful mm. difference a lot of smiles will go around yeah. that's for sure yeah and a lot of thank yous and bowing <laughs> <laughs> so that uh brings us to the end 12 that, tips that wraps us up yeah yep, 12 tips for your first izakaya visit and do check out our blog uh well we'll give you a bit more information on that as well as your dietary restrictions guide yes that's right so we hope to uh, see you again in future podcasts and uh thanks for listening keep listening for listening remember to follow us on instagram twitter facebook and visit our website at twodrinkingbuddies.com we'd also really appreciate it if you would leave us uh, your feedback or a review on this podcast so until next time matane, matane.